1: thursday
2: i'm amanda seals this is the amanda Seals show i'm jeremiah like the bible and you know what happens on
1: thursdays what happens on thursday
2: group chat thursdays
1: love to hear it it's also
2: national love is kind day
1: love is patient love is kind
2: i'm not sure what that even really means but it's a day to celebrate independence from the abuser and a day to recognize your right to be treated with kindness because real love is kind
1: is the abuser like a literal abuser or like a metaphorical abuser?
2: I think we can take it both ways. But I think what it's really trying to say is what love is. Right. Because ultimately some people misinterpret myself, included, at one point in time, like misinterpret what love is. Like, you know, if you're in an abusive relationship, you Got can it. absolutely get caught in a cycle where you're considering toxic behavior to be love simply mm-hmm. because the person isn't leaving or the person is telling you things like I hit you because I love you.
1: Yeah, I don't think they love you if they put putting their hands on you
2: I mean, you know, battered, battered person syndrome is real um, So, as a reminder, love is kind It is
1: And we're celebrating that today mm-hmm. What else do we have coming up today, Jeremiah? Like the Bible? We have a lot of group chat topics today We're going to talk about educating our kids Because Florida's not trying to do it, Amanda So it's, <laughs> it's up to the parents to kind of take take the, um, the wheel by the wheel Take the wheel by the wheel
2: yeah, take the wheel, but yeah, take the horse by the reins. Yeah, let's
1: do that when that works. Better.
2: Okay. Also, we talk about breakups because Jesus is usually who takes the wheel. Yes. yes, but I don't know. But you know, I don't know if Jesus Is gonna help you in this situation either. So you are gonna have to take you the need wheel. extra hands. The yeah, because one. they don't have a problem teaching the Bible. They putting the ter- they putting the Ten Commandments up in all the classrooms. So that's not the problem. You <laughs>
1: gonna have to take the wheel. Right. Also, breakups, Amanda. Breaking up is hard, but sometimes you gotta do it. So we are gonna talk about just like, <laughs> sometimes you gotta do it. The ebbs and flows of relationships and what happens when you have to break up. And if the breakup is not mutual. Also, Ice Cube. This man is out here running his legacy, Amanda, because he's running his mouth with the wrong people. With the wrong people. The wrong people. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like side eye. So we gotta we'll talk about that and just what does this mean? What does this mean? <laughs> <laughs> so much. Um, so yeah, that's what we're doing this whole group chat. So stay locked in, y'all.
2: Stay locked in. Uh, you know, of course, you always want to hear from you. So call us one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five. 262-6328. You know, this hour, uh, we're going to talk about the the education issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to say, you know, out in Texas, y'all, something very serious is going on. It's not even just the teachers, Jeremiah. It's also the fact that they're trying to, well, not they're trying to, they're planning to change libraries in many schools in Texas into, quote unquote, disciplinary spaces, and this is not something to be taken lightly, and of course, it's in majority schools that are in
1: <gasps> black and brown. That's
2: right, underprivileged black and brown neighborhoods. The superintendent, um, literally wants to convert, I think it's something like 250 libraries mm. into discipline areas,
1: give him a uh- school School to prison prison pipeline. pipeline. Mm -hmm.
2: Yes, it is. And that means that there's also going to be a whole bunch of librarians who are not employed by the Mm -hmm. school system. And I don't think a lot of us understand like having a library in your school is like an incredibly important asset and resource. And when it's not there, when books are not around you, knowledge is not around you. I cannot stress this enough. Anyone who's listening right now, if you just had a baby, get some books in that baby room. Like, books should always be present. Because it's a pr- it, what it means is there's knowledge here. Whether I can read it or not, mm-hmm. whether you read it or not, there's knowledge here, there's access here. And I can't stress enough, but I will stress it over the course of the next hour. Right. Knowledge is power. So keep a like right here, 1855 Amanda 8. Remember, you can chime in on any of the topics, or you can share your things you learned this week. Mm. Call me up. 185 Amanda 8. Don't go anywhere. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. See Amanda Seal Show. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. Let's jump into this group chat topic.
1: Let's do it. So Amanda, earlier in the week, we talked about Ron DeSantis and the Florida School Board basically just doing their own version of yeah, Black yeah. history at this point. I don't know if you can call it Black history or right. even history. <laughs> Storytelling. Facts, facts. Tall tales and folklore. Tall ta- fables, Fables. Fables. Not even because it's
2: not even like
1: learning a right, lesson. Right. Um But with that, we kind of talked about how it's really... Are parents going to be expected to show up differently in the way to ensure that their kids are getting a proper education? If the actual people who are supposed to be teaching them aren't doing their job, what is the role of the parents now to kind of um, alleviate um, some of these pressures?
2: You know, I think one thing is a lot of parents are saying, OK, well, I need to go to homeschool.
1: Yes, that I've seen a lot of that. I've seen a lot of that.
2: But I also know that like that's not possible for a lot of parents. Right. I mean, homeschool is also going to require you to like be at home. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of parents are, not, are maybe not necessarily equipped To, like, teach homeschool. Mm. I know they have, like, different, like, pods... Yes, you know where you can do like virtual learning and stuff mm-hmm. Um, especially after the pandemic I think that may have been like something that was effective for some kids but you know you got a lot of kids that also just don't learn that way
1: Awesome. when it's your parents teaching you, you like Ugh. girl leave me alone right <laughs> it becomes a whole other scenario yes
2: <laughs> so I feel like that's going to be tough but what is going to be required is a hyper vigilant level of attention mm-hmm. uh, I think there's of course always going to be that to a certain extent with parents just because you're putting your kids in the care of this place for eight hours a day but But now it's like I know that I don't think my mom ever like worried about my homework, like being racist. Mm. I don't think my mom ever like felt like she needed to over like look over my homework because she was concerned about what may be in the contents Uh of it.
1: Baby, them days is over. I was going to say, I think even, I think we're just We now, both got homework now. <laughs> okay. I think now parents are realizing like, oh, you can't just trust that the schools are doing their jobs because we see so many of them from the top on down just doing all types of shenanigans.
2: Well, they also like have a different point of view on what their job is. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we start right. seeing people saying that, oh, the schools are not about teaching kids morals and ethics. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? They're there eight hours a day a in time. a social setting and they're not being taught morals and ethics.
1: And if we We being for real, some of y'all parents. don't have morals or ethics.
2: Exactly. So you only going to get it in a social setting. Uh uh You know, I think it's really important though that we understand like to me, I know a lot of people that became teachers because they wanted to be a part of shaping young minds in a Mm -hmm. positive way because Mm -hmm. they felt like, you know what? I need to be in a space with young minds where I can be a rock for them, where I can be supportive Mm -hmm. in their minds, not just learning academically, but learning like socially. Yeah. I know you have a friend who uh, you were telling me she literally was like, I want to teach kids mindfulness.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Even from her, her own experience, my friend, um, Kiana Cole, out of D.C. Yeah, she's in D.C. now. But she um, started a whole practice, um, Kicking in With Key because of her own experience being just burned out as a teacher. And she's like, I'm having mental health right. crisis. And us as adults can't even get on the same page. But it's affecting the kids because the adults in the building can't seem to get our stuff together. Right. How are we able to truly impact the children in the way we're supposed to in, this, in these eight hours we have them?
2: It's really it's really incredible, and I think a lot of people just take it for granted. When we come back, um, we're going to talk about, like, how did our parents help us with the classroom, you know, because I have a story. Okay. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back to The Amanda Seal Show on a group chat Thursday. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What's good, y'all? This is the Amanda Seals show. It's my favorite. It's not my favorite day. Thursday is my second favorite day. Friday is my favorite.
1: Okay.
2: I'm Amanda Seals. I'm
1: Jeremy. I like the Bible.
2: So we're in the middle of a group chat. We are. We all know that, I mean because it's been everywhere, that Florida is really leading the charge in rolling back, responsible teaching mm-hmm. of history mm-hmm. in such a, we, we saw the levels, right? We saw the steps that they took. Yes. And now they have even gone so far as to say- they're going to be teaching children that slavery had benefits for black people. Mm -hmm. They're also going to be teaching that in the case of like violent riots and tyranny that black people faced, that black people also did things too. Right. So when we start seeing this type of like outward Mm -hmm. choice of um, dismantling of the facts and truth and, and warping, we ask ourselves, well, like what is our responsibility going to be as parents and as just like people in the world to make sure that children are getting the facts. Now, I don't know about you, but when I was in school, my mom wasn't really like hands-on, hands-on.
1: Okay. Unless she had to be. <laughs> I feel that same. I agree.
2: Like she really let me handle my own thing, but ever so often she was like, nah, y'all tripping.
1: What going on in that schoolhouse.
2: I had a um I had a report about Grenada. That okay. I had to do. And so we had to have like the trifold board and the pictures on the board. I was I was about to trifold y'all.
1: Ooh, I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> I was about board. a trifold
2: board. And so we had, you know, the presentation with the pictures and whatnot. And I remember I had a picture of a breadfruit.
1: Okay. And a breadfruit. a
2: breadfruit is a fruit. Is <laughs> a kind of fruit, a breadfruit. Okay. And a breadfruit is part of Grenada's like national dish, oil dung. So it's like a starchy. Kind of
1: like fruit. Okay.
2: Um, so long story short, I'm doing the presentation, my teacher was like, oh no, that's not, that's not a thing. Like and I'm like, breadfruit is not a thing. Right. Mind you, breadfruit is like a staple fruit of Grenada. But this white lady, Miss Gill, in Orlando, Florida, who probably wants to pronounce Grenada Granada so bad, <laughs> is trying to tell me that this isn't what it is. And I was like, No, that's a that's a breadfruit. And she was like, Amanda, that is not a breadfruit. That is not a thing. There's such a thing as fruit cake, but there's no such thing as a breadfruit.
1: So she thought you just like made this up? Yes. But why would you just make this up and put it on the board? And I really,
2: I really have like, like lying is like a trigger to me uh-huh. and also being accused of lying is a trigger to me. And I think when I like, if I really sit and think about like my past, it's because I feel like I used to have like teachers and elders accuse me of lying all the time. Right. Just because they didn't know what the frick
1: they were talking about. <laughs> What's well, my thing? it's like, if I'm lying, I'm lying. But if I'm actually not lying and you're trying to say I'm lying, it's actually. So my
2: mom had to come in the next day. Ooh. My mom, don't first of all, school. she furnished me with like several pictures of breadfruit, which I'm just like, how did you even pull these out? Because, like, this is not when you could Google things and right, print them out.
1: Right,
2: right, right. And the only, I mean, if she could have, she would have went and found up breadfruit, mm. you know, but we didn't have time. But like, my mom literally came down there and was like, this is breadfruit. Do not correct my daughter about things that she culturally knows mm. when you don't know what you're talking about. This is breadfruit. This is fruitcake. Thank you, Miss Gill, Miss Gill. But my mom, I think, was more so bothered by the fact that this woman tried to convince me that I didn't know what I know. Yeah. You know, like that video where Venus Williams is being in, was being interviewed and she's like, I'm going to win. All and right. the, and the, the announcer's like, I, I don't know. And then her father's like, if she says she's going to win,
1: <laughs> he's like broke the fourth wall. She' going to win. <laughs> right now, my uh, my my parents were also kind of hands off with the um, school. But my dad, he would love to take over my school projects. My dad is very artistic. That's how I got my, like, creative mind. But anytime we do a school project, it's like, is this your <laughs> project or is my project? Because you want to do stuff? I'm like, I don't want it that way. I
2: want, it, I want these <laughs> colors. He's like, no,
1: it should be like this. It should be like that. We would uh, bump heads. He did have to come to the school one time. i never forget. In first grade, we had, like, a neighborhood project. And he helped me with the project. And, he, again, he's, like, an artist. So, like, he had went outside and, like, picked like these um, branches or whatever oh, he got straws to like make fake trees. Oh, wow. And everything like the house. It was like, it was like a 3D pop-up. I didn't know yeah. this. I was like, oh. <laughs> I went to school. I think I, I got like a a B or something oh, like a low grade no, on no, it.
2: no. And
1: he was like, what's this about? <laughs> Went up to the school the next time he came and picked me up and was like, so yeah, about that grade that you gave Jeremiah on this project. The teacher
2: was probably like, yeah, that was because he didn't do
1: the project. That's why. <laughs> he was mad about that. He was mad about that. But luckily, I will say I had a lot of black teachers who actually were oh, uh, above and beyond to make sure they wasn't omitting stuff. They were adding stuff to the, dope, to the dope, curriculum dope. to be like, this ain't in the books, but you need to know about Emmett Till. You need to know about uh, Shadow Slavery, the auction block. And you're like, okay, y'all. Uh, I guess. <laughs> Thank you. But now, in retrospect, I appreciate it as an adult.
2: Yes, and I mean, I feel like a lot of times teachers just they give you context, but sometimes teachers just throw things out to you, knowing that you know got the context, but not, but you got it in your brain now.
1: Uh-huh, it's, it's in
2: there. It'll, it later on, uh-huh. it'll be like ding, 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 ding. Oh, that thing. Mm-hmm. But when we get back, we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about what we can do to make sure we continue to educate ourselves because y'all, we are under attack. Mm-hmm. Education has been the key to liberation in this nation and all over the world. So when they are attacking your education, it is not by accident. All right? We're going to talk about it more when we get back. This is the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we are.
3: McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy, juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only
0: at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclib 200mg at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
2: So I'm Amanda Seals.
0: I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible.
1: We're in the
2: middle of a group chat Thursday talking about just what we can do to combat the uh, attack on education that's happening nationwide. Florida leading the charge. But I was talking about Jeremiah before we broke before we uh, had a break for the music. Um, you know, education has always been seen as the key to liberation. When when we hear phrases like "knowledge is power," that mm-hmm. is not. Um, something that's just being said yeah, for, for fun.
1: A little catchy little right.
2: quip. I mean and it means something it means a number of things right so there can be knowledge about like something very specific where it's mm-hmm. like oh which I don't know it can hurt me and it's like actually if I know that this nuclear plant is dumping water into it's dumping waste into this water mm-hmm. and I'm drinking mm-hmm. this water then I know now that I can actually file a class action lawsuit and hopefully not only get them to stop giving me cancer but get paid for them giving me cancer right that's so that's right. a situation where knowledge is power mm-hmm knowledge is also power in knowing your identity right Mm. like knowing your history knowing the capabilities of what you can do because then that also gives you the out the the self uh empowerment to challenge that which is trying to oppress you right so when we when we look at the fact that there was so much effort made to keep slaves from reading can't read that was by design it wasn't because they wanted them to work no, They wanted them not to read because once you learn to read, you start to learn things. You start to find out truths. You start to understand things. You start to be connected in a different way than simply just being in the world, which is why I think it is so imperative that everybody try their best to still be reading something. Now, when we see what's going on how down in Florida, and now they're really doing the same thing, where they're trying to prevent kids from reading history, from reading books that expand their mind, that expand their world, that is because... They want their world to be small because it's easier for them to control them. That's right. So what can we do? What are some practical things we can do to make sure that we educate ourselves? Because that also is going to pass down to our kids.
1: I mean, I think for me, going back to the basics, like, getting in the book, y'all. Yeah. Book. I think as, uh, we're both pretty smart. We're both pretty intelligent. I think yeah. you, you grew up, you're like, I'm smart. I know a lot of stuff. I don't even yeah. know anything else. It's <laughs> true. You hit these walls, you're like, I'm good. Right, and I think this year I really was like, oh, I want to just know more. I think I know like, I'm good at pulling out a fun fact. Oh, I know this, I seen this. But mm-hmm. like, I want to actually know this on a deeper level outside of just yes. like uh, surface knowledge about things so I went like bought like uh, Souls of Black Folks by WBW have you cracked it? I haven't read it yet but like,
2: well, let me tell you something <laughs> that ain't no light reading baby Souls of Black <laughs> folk. I really was I'm like were they really talking like this back then because it is such a difficult read it is not I'm I'm not kidding
1: you I believe you I like skimmed a little bit I, was I,
2: like, oh. I really had to sit with that and I was like whoo child W.E.B. you trying to really rock me with this
1: or like even my uh, friend she wrote she, she's a journalist she uh, published a book about just like capitalism in the music industry yeah. and like she really just spit and I was like oh, oh. you smart girl I, <laughs> I literally just, I had to take I was like oh, I gotta keep stopping to like look up these words cause you you been using regular words in this and it's little yeah uh, she's book. not rudimentary right she said something like before I got here before I got to the studio today It was about um, not being... Are you listening? I'm reading. No. Okay, good. um, But there was something about there's a difference between participating in um, capitalism versus believing the conspiracy of capitalism. Yes. And she broke it down. I said,
2: okay. I love that. Let me find out. I want to make a note though because I had said I asked if you were listening because listening and reading are two different things and I'm not saying that you shouldn't listen to a book right I'm not saying that that's like dumb or stupid there's definitely something to be said for that and of course people are auditory learners as well Mm -hmm. but the thing about actually physically reading a book um, is you're doing something different with your brain. You're exercising your brain in a different way because you're actually having to convert the text on the page mm. in real time in your mind. And that's exercise. It is. It allows you and it prevents you from missing stuff. When you're listening to a book auditorially, auditorially, you miss stuff just by nature of the fact that like it's in the world with you. You wash your dishes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's something that really trains your mind when you read and also you retain more. You know, it actually like sticks into your mind, your senses more. And I think kinetically, like you get to go back. You can flip pages backwards, you know, and like say, Oh, let me reread this, et cetera. Right. But I wanna I wanna also say, like, um, the curiosity must never die. Never. That's the key. I just bought constitution cards. <laughs> And I bought the the Idiot's Guide to the Constitution because I realized, like, we talk so much about the law here. And this is a country that loves so often to throw things back to the Constitution. Lot, but we really I really don't know a lot of times, like how deep the hypocrisy is. Mm-hmm. Right. Or how disconnected the laws that are being passed are are from what they claim to be so connected to. Mm-hmm. And I just want to know. And I think that's what it boils down to is like, do you want to know? And what do you do with the knowledge?
1: What do you do? That's important.
2: Some people feel like, well, why do I need to know? I can't change it. I can't fix it. I can't do nothing about it. Well, guess what? Time has definitely proven to us that what you know doesn't necessarily. Sorry. Time has proven for us that what you know can affect what happens after you, Mm -hmm. even if it doesn't affect what's happening with you. That's true. And, um, I want to be able to pass on that information. So shout out to everybody who's listening to this show, because I really believe that listening to this show is a part of being educated. Yes.
1: You have to find other, sometimes like you don't have time to read a book, but there are other ways of curating your entertainment. There are video essays on YouTube. It's so much. Your social
2: media. Mm -hmm. What pages are you following? Some of the pages I follow that always keep me in the know, uh, Ernest Krim, the third, Khalil Green, um, I also make sure to follow like news pages, mm-hmm. right? Like Occupy. Well, not maybe. Occupy Democrats is interesting, but they sometimes be doing extra. Yeah. But it's like, editorial. yeah, the Tennessee Holler, Midas Touch, Um, you know, even like writers mm-hmm. like Soledad O'Brien is a great I mean, what did I just say? Celebrator. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So that is an incredible journalist. So like she'll share stuff that's in her zeitgeist that may not be in mine. Right. Mm-hmm. This is also there's a journalist, David Heath, writer. He shares videos. He sources things because like you said, sometimes you're too busy. So they source it for you. Mm. So I just want to encourage everybody out there to make sure that you remember that you are the one who's in control of how much knowledge you are getting. And we are in the age of we're in the age of idiocy, but we also have more information at our fingertips than we ever had. Don't abandon yourself. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seals show I'm Amanda
1: Seals I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible
2: And it is time For Jeremiah To hit us with a Seal show superlative It's most likely to
1: Y'all yeah, today's Most likely to I know y'all was like They not gonna talk about this Of course we are gonna talk about it Cause it's the Amanda Seals show Hilarious Most likely To kick down the dough <laughs> jump off the stage and stop the melee of it all. You're that's a long, that's a long one. Yes. But it's going to singer Monica because she stopped her Detroit show to defend a woman who was being assaulted in the audience you Also, what? The what? You'd be fine at concerts, Amanda. I did not know that. And at RB concerts, apparently. I guess so. The whole thing. Um, so a video from Saturday night's performance at the Riverfront Music Festival show. The singer jumping off stage to confront the male attacker. Um, fans cheer in her with for approval while security guards follow um, Monica through the crowd. We actually have a clip of of the melee. Mm-hmm.
2: Like that? Like oh. I'm I'm a million.
1: Million. So after the incident, Monica actually got back on stage and apologized to her fans for losing her losing her composure. She said that, you know, that like triggered her. She saw him punch her in the face and she lost her, her temperature her temper and apologized from the bottom of her heart.
2: Wait, what? She punched somebody in the face?
1: No, the uh the the man in the audience punched the what, who was Monica apologizing to the audience for like stopping the show. She was she was she was apologizing for that, which I don't think they I was like it or I don't wanted. think
2: anybody expected anything right. less from Gunica.
1: That's the thing about this. I think you know Monica has a reputation and a nickname of Gunica. We you know we hear like you know Monica's that girl, but usually Monica's on in public like I'm singing my songs. I'm R&B girl. It's real measured. This is the first time I see Monica like. Cut the cameras. We This is... Listen, this, this you'll never
2: forget. Monica rides for see murder. Like, <laughs> yes. Monica is Gunica.
1: But still, it's very, like, I'm um, first lady Monica, you know. Even in her, like, Gucci or whatever. Yes, with her, her Prada, to she's very, like, still composed. This is the first time I've seen her, like, like lose her composure. So I could tell she, like, she was triggered, like she said.
2: I mean, to see a man punch a woman in the face, mm. I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but it is... No. It is Cause you're like, what am I, what am I looking at right mm-hmm. now? Uh, and so I'm glad she did. She did exactly what I would do. Cause I, I mean, I've been in situations where I like had to stop what I was doing and run up on like she's strangers. Audience. Yes, <laughs> she. By the way, her security guard was so slow <laughs> following her, and he was like holding her fanny pack. I don't know. <laughs> it was a lot going on but I was looking <laughs> at the security guard like can you hurry up
1: because I think too when people are got an r concert you like it's, it's vibes, chilling. <laughs> you chilling no know, was expecting like craziness there was another clip a long time ago of, uh, at a Monica concert where girls are like fighting like in like the rafters and she like what y'all got going on up there she like stopped the song was like <laughs> whatever's going on up here get it together she got real like auntie like sit down sit down All right, y'all. Now you got the rest of my music. (laughs) Angel of of mine. mine. No, I love this though. Like, I like the fact that she like, she, she said, we ain't doing that here. I don't know what y'all do at home, but in my presence, we're not doing it.
2: And that's what I love. That's what I love. And y'all need to understand, we can see everything from the stage. Everything. (laughs) I purposely have the house lights up just enough so I can see everything from the stage. Because I do not want to be surprised.
1: I mean, you don't. I mean, I think you would, like you said, you would jump into the audience though. I feel like you you, you quick. I don't think security would ca- ever be able to catch you either. By the time you jump off <laughs> the stage and went into the audience with the microphone. <laughs> I really don't play about stuff like that. So
2: you're right. I mean, thankfully I've never experienced that in one of my shows, but it's just, you know, you always gotta be quick on your feet,
1: mm-hmm. quick on your feet. But shout out to Monica. You know, this is a good superlative. Sometimes we don't get good superlatives. It's true. It's true. But Gunika, most likely to be Gunica, yes. <laughs> you get your own, your own title.
2: <laughs> it's the Amanda Seal Show, y'all. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.
1: everybody, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah. I like the Bible.
2: Look at us. We're smiling. We're smiling, but...
1: We're grinning and bearing it, guys.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We wear the mask that grins and lies. It's a tough... It's it's it's, it's a tough time, but we're gonna... We're gonna... We're gonna muddle through. Stiff upper lip. Stop, fella. Carry on old stuff. Chin up. Keep muddling through. That's from Crazy For You.
1: Okay By George and Ira Gershwin. I'm like this gives me a musical theater
2: vibe. <laughs> I had on tap shoes when I sang it. <laughs> uh, happy birthday to Maya Rudolph. Happy birthday, Maya Tori Lanes. Okay. Winnie Harlow hey girl. and to the late. Young Dolph.
1: Yes, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy
2: birthday to the late Young Dolph. In honor of Young Dolph's birthday, we actually are airing our latest episode of Small Doses Podcast with his wife Mia J, who shares with us side effects of healing after loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, as many of you know, Young Dolph is a Memphis MC who was uh, gunned down in his hometown uh, two years ago, and uh, you know, it's it was it, it's like I can't even imagine loss is one thing,
1: mm-hmm.
2: publicly having to deal with. That is a whole other thing.
1: Yes. That's because also people are just kind of it's like it's almost like this very voyeuristic, like you're in this yes. like glass <laughs> bubble. Yeah. People are like sad for you, but also just like observing you be sad. Yes. And like how are you sad enough? Right. Are are you gonna cry? Are you not crying? Are you having fun? You, you, having better, good, not, you better not you better not be having too much fun. have a good have a good time. What
2: you doing them kids? <laughs> Oh, thing. So we had a really, really beautiful conversation with her and for those of you who are thinking like, ooh child, I don't wanna hear that, it's gonna to be too heavy. It actually is an incredibly light episode that deals with like difficult topics in like a really beautiful like way i mean i was honestly i i've been saying this is one of my favorite episodes of all time and i've been doing the show for 268 episodes so take a listen and you can watch the premiere on youtube today as well if you want to watch the visuals the visuals premiere today at 4 p.m pacific 9 uh, 7 p.m eastern on the amanda seals tv v page of youtube what do we got going on this hour for the group chat we're going to talk
1: about breaking up because
2: breaking up is our doo-doo.
1: it is because tiffany haddish recently spoke out about her breakup with common she mm-hmm. said it wasn't mutual she said it, he said it was she said it wasn't um, this guy so we're gonna have why would he even say that if it's not that, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about it um also we're gonna talk about how to actually break up amanda we're bringing back communication nation for the people so you and i are gonna display you know how to You know Say, say your goodbyes Cause as Boyzman once said It's so hard To say Goodbye
4: <sighs> It's so hard <laughs> To say goodbye To
1: yesterday <laughs> It's the way This has been Turned like, into a Graduation song <laughs> But it's the way song. That Is it
2: that kind Of breakup Or is it this Kind of breakup
3: Hit the
2: road, Jack. Don't you come back. No more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jack. And don't Don't you come back back no more. It it can go a multiple of ways. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about it. And we're going to give you the language to do it. All right? So don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Remember, the lines are open. You can join the conversation at any time. one 855 manda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. See Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show I am Amanda Seals I'm
1: Jeremiah Like the Bible
2: And it is a group chat Thursday And uh, this hour We're talking about breakups But mm-hmm. what is the What prompted
1: this combo? Well Tiffany Haddish Opened up about her 2021 split From rapper Common She says The break was Quote unquote Not mutual Amanda Common shared the news Of that breakup In December of 2021 On the episode of Hollywood Unlocked With Jason Leon and Common said back then that the breakup was mutual. He also said Tiffany Haddish was one of the best people he's met in life. What well, she said.
2: <laughs> Why you saying it like that? It yeah, makes
1: it like sentimental. She said that her time with comment was the healthiest in the financial relationship that she had. But things took a turn when he didn't invite her to a number of events, including his birthday party. Um, and she says later he broke up with her over the phone, Amanda. Cut it out. But it brings, it brings me to think about this with two things. One. Were all your breakups mutual? Also, have you been broken up over the phone?
2: Um, Have I ever been broken up with over the phone? I've been broken up with through text.
1: Ooh.
2: Um. Also, you know what it is? A lot of guys, they don't just straight up break up with you. Like, they just start doing exactly what he did. Mm-hmm. They start pulling away and they force you to be like, what are we doing? Right. Like, I have an ex who definitely did that. Like, he didn't include me in his birthday party. <laughs> like... I was like I mean I don't like what are we what are we doing here right. but we're still like we're good we're good and I was like no we're actually not good
1: I'm not at your birthday party.
2: I'm not at your birthday <laughs> party what like you left my house to go to your boy's house on your birthday yeah. your boy has a girlfriend you'd rather be at his house than my. you know what What are we, doing? we need to cut it mm-hmm. one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life by the way um But I would say that I've had all three. I've had relationships where I'm the one who cut it. I've Mm -hmm. had where they cut it, and then I've had where both of us were like, "Yeah, we
1: gotta just, we just gotta the same it." Why do you think people Do this thing Because the texting thing Is like not a new phenomenon People be texting Because people up. are
2: afraid To have real conversations People don't want The uncomfortability That's And true. it's crazy And I think sometimes People are afraid That they will chicken out Of the breakup You know that they may get Oh yeah They may get uh, persuaded
1: <laughs> Well people say like The whole thing about Don't go over there for closure Because you go yeah. over there you like We'll be back together Instead
2: of closure Your clothes are off Because yeah. I've
1: definitely Had friends are like I'm going over there To be like This is our last little thing No you're not And they come back And like yes, yeah, so we still together Together. Right. you like well. An hour ago, it was rah rah on the phone.
2: Let me tell you something. When you live with somebody, that's a whole, that's a whole other experience. You would be like, "We're done. It's mm. over." And In an hour, you like, you want to watch, um, <laughs> <laughs> you want to watch a show because it's just like what well, we hear. Right. But I think the real reason why people text at the end of the day is because they're afraid to talk. I mean, there's a very famous episode of Sex in the City where Carrie is broken up with by Burger on a post-it note, and it's just like, post it. what? he's like he says I can't do this Um, you know I've been broken up with where it was like such a shock really yeah like it's one thing when you kind of see it coming Uh and you're like okay like this hasn't been or this is already you doing weird stuff but I've been broken up with one time where it was like wait what like Uh, we were literally we were literally having a whole conversation and I thought it was going in another direction and then he was like and that's why I think we should break up and I was like skirt skirt wait and so I just started like crying. I was like, what is happening? He was like, I'm coming over. So he comes oh, over like on the
1: phone. OK, so
2: we're like on the phone. Yeah. So then he gotcha. comes up. We were having a conversation. He comes over and he's like, yeah, you know, I just I love you, but I got to be obsessed with myself right now. OK. And I was like, I have all your birthday presents like
1: here. Oh, so this is around like your birthday also.
2: Actually, this is almost to the date. That Ooh. we broke up. I remember that because it was like a week ahead of his birthday.
1: His mm. birthday is in a week.
2: And I was like, I have all your birthday presents. Do you know he left the house with his birthday presents? Because I was like, what's the point of me keeping all these gifts for? Take them.
1: Oh, no, you better than me. Not because no, I couldn't return no
2: them. Because it was like, what was the, I, I couldn't return them. If I'm being honest, I really loved dude. Okay. Like, I, re, like, I will honestly tell you, like, this was somebody who really, like, it was, it was like, we just had like the same sense of humor. Like I really respected him, et cetera.
1: What were but, the gifts? That's actually what I was <laughs> I'm like, what are these gifts that <laughs> you let this man leave with?
2: I got to think about it. When we come back, I'm going to think about it and try okay. to remember what they were. But he left with
1: literally his arms full of gifts and mm. was just like, all right, see you on the other side. But well, we also got to talk about just the idea of why it's so hard for people to break up Amanda. Like people will be in a relationship. Yeah. You know, the writings are on the walls. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And just like.
2: Hey. Uh we'll get into that. Okay. Keep it like right here to the Amanda Seal Show. we talking about breakups on a group chat Thursday. Call us up. Did you have a weird breakup? Did you ever did you ever have somebody break up with you in a weird way? You want to get it off your chest, baby? Mm-hmm. Give us a call. We hear We want to hear it. one 855 amanda 8 That's one 855 262 6328 Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What's good y'all It's the Amanda Seals show I'm Amanda Seals I'm
1: Jeremiah Like the Bible
2: It's group chat Thursday Mm
1: -hmm. I love talking about relationships Yeah so earlier In this hour We talked about How Tiffany Haddish and Commons Tiffany Haddish and Commons breakup And Tiffany Haddish Just recently said The breakup was not mutual And you were telling me How a past lover of yours Left Broke up with you And then left With birthday gifts Amanda
2: I know people Were in their car Like Amanda You a simp (laughs) I will tell you this I will tell you this That particular person though Like I didn't have animosity Mm Mm-hmm. So that was the thing. Like, I, again, like it was like kind of a surprise because like, the breakup was more so him being just like, I can't do this because I got it. Like right. it's myself. Like it's just my mind, <laughs> you know, like, and I feel like that was not really about me. So I didn't have, not, I feel like it wasn't about me. So right. I didn't have like the animosity that I would have had with someone else where it would have been like, nah, like,
1: it be- animosity. because
2: I have, because, okay, I did break up with somebody where the same one who didn't invite me to his birthday. Mm-hmm. Like, He Like I had just I've told this story On the show before Like I bought him a computer Because he was supposed To like start school And then he did not start school And I took the computer back Right And then He did the weirdness And I deaded it And then he was like I'm gonna need that computer Bru- no, sir
1: This is mine, I'm from my own school with this computer <laughs> Get out of here
2: But I was trying to tell you, I, t- I told you I was trying to remember what I got homeboy But I can't remember the gifts that I got him But I just remember that they were very specific to him Because that was also like, I take pride in being able to do that mm-hmm. Like, ooh, I know you so well, I can buy you gifts specific to you And he was the kind of person that like liked things
1: like that Like Devon, like Devon, I don't care about stuff like that That would have been even more reason for me not to give it to you <laughs> like, you'd, you'd <laughs> I might have showed them to you I thought you could have had Shucks. Enjoy your life Enjoy yeah. your life But why is it a matter That's so hard for people To actually break up You know people can be In a cycle They're like mm. Whether it be like Toxic or just or, um, Contentious Sometimes you kind of Just know like This is rain its course But you still kind of Just wait it out I guess
2: I mean I think Sometimes it's as basic As like people don't Want to be the bad guy mm-hmm. So they don't want To be the one To like pull the cord Um, Also, two, sometimes it's just like you're used to toxicity. So you're just used to the rhythm of that. And so it's like, oh, well, this is just what we're in. And three, I think sometimes it's just companionship. Like it's like the devil, you know, is at least somebody who's around. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us really want that. We want companionship. We want somebody that's like in our space. Um, And that's to our detriment if we're not careful. Right. Because now you're just in something just because someone's there. But like they're killing you. Right. I think there's also something to be said for just kind of not knowing how to break up. And sometimes people stay in a relationship simply because they don't even... They don't know how to end it. Like, mm-hmm. they don't know... And they don't know how to end it without feeling... Like, they don't want to feel the pain. It's yeah. like leaving a Band-Aid on too long. It's like, I'll just wait for this to come off <laughs>
1: shower or something. I don't think there is... Some people who have, like, a level of optimism. They're like, okay... Because I think with any relationship, friendship, parents, whoever, there are moments in your relationship where, like, it's not always... Through yeah, it's since. not. It's and not. And you're like, okay, maybe, imagine, don't just like wait this out another week. Okay, maybe a month. But I think you have to also. There's phases, right? No, like, is this the actual phase or is this like which, who we I've, are? That's dynamic. Yes. Like, it, I had someone I was dating, I'm like, oh, our puzzle pieces just don't go together. like we Like, yeah. we like each other, but we aren't compatible. And we can never make ourselves compatible with each other. Like, the things you want, the things I want are just.
2: That's different. The things you want, and that's, you're right. I agree with you. Character Is also another thing Right You know what I'm saying Like If you ain't got it You ain't got it I can't be with somebody That's gonna look at me And be like well, How come you be giving These white people Such a hard time <laughs> We not gonna last <laughs> <laughs> We're not Cause because if I'm at the front lines Like right. you You oh, you on the, You in the middle Like <laughs> <laughs>
1: They might not even come
2: They might not even come
1: They go slow down It's <sighs> way to get The car real quick <laughs> Right So you gotta know
2: I mean I think there's well, What I will say Is this though <laughs> At a certain point, though, like you have to de- decide what effort y'all are going to put to to either staying together or breaking up. Mm-hmm. Um, breaking up can be actually really easy mm-hmm. for some people. And the opposite end of this, if you have abandonment issues, <laughs> breaking up is like what we doing today. Right. You know, and so there's extremes on both ends, but it really comes down to are you in a scenario that is evolving? Mm-hmm. Is it evolving up? and unfortunately change is not linear so that's very frustrating like you backpedal you know you go forward you go back you go forward you go back you know and so it sometimes feels like this is a cycle of futility Yep. but then the effort is in okay what are we bringing new into the situation Mm -hmm. is it new therapy is it new ways of dealing with each other new coping mechanisms like what are we bringing in to change it but if you can't apply any of those things then breaking up is definitely
1: an option Okay. Well, next break, Amanda I want you, you and I to kind of role play this. Is this
2: a communication for the nation? It is.
1: Sometimes people don't know the words Yay. to start with. And they want to let it go and move on. Well,
2: we're gonna give you all a little, a little crash course in how to break it up when we get
3: back right here to the Amanda Seal Show.
2: The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up.
3: McDonald's is not new to chicken.
2: Seals, show it's the Seals here with
0: Jeremiah
1: like the Bible on
2: a group chat Thursday we're talking about breakups mm-hmm. you know some people don't want to break up they don't know how to break up uh, in my book small doses I have a whole thing about breakups and just kind of like managing a breakup and okay. your your mentals about it you know I think sometimes we let our emotions just like really take us and then we're like running down the hill with mm-hmm. the emotions but I always remind people and I always have to remind myself when I when I've been through breakups like whenever you feel like you are losing it. Mm-hmm. And getting overwhelmed, like try and pull yourself back to why did we break up?
1: Yeah. Even they try to come back, like, hey big kid. Why did we break up? You gotta remember.
2: And let that be your thesis statement mm-hmm. that you keep coming back to. Cause you'll you'll go through the missing the person, you'll go through the the uh separation anxiety, all those things. Mm-hmm. And that feels real. Mm-hmm.
1: But baby, why did you break up? Because even if you kind of like let them slide back for a second, it's, it's going to pop up again. Like, Immediately. Like, oh, this is why. This is, this why, is right why right here, here. You broke up. This is why right here. Every time. So what are we doing right now? Well, we're going to like kind of just show the people like what it actually sounds like when you want to like let go of someone. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been in a situation and y'all been going in circles. The writers are on the wall, but nobody wants to say it. Right. So this is how you say it, Amanda. Okay,
2: so set the scene.
1: Okay, so... Well, that's we were in a Starbucks. Um, so now we're in our Are we in person? We're in person. Oh. We're in our Brooklyn brownstone. Okay. <laughs> that we can't afford. Okay. Um, that's part of the reason we're breaking up because of finances. Um Got it. So our finances are contentious. Um, you have a dog, I'm allergic to dogs, and you won't get rid of the dog. Oh my God. Um and you want to go be a, a video vixen and I want to go be <laughs> a higher ed professor. And we just aren't, we just aren't seeing out of eye on anything. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm a writer guy. (laughs) I'm
2: like, all right, take me there. We're there.
1: You know, Amanda, we've been together for the past six months. i let you come move into my Brooklyn Brownstone home that I cannot afford. And, you know, it's just been a lot lately. It's been a lot.
2: Okay. Uh, Yeah, it has been a lot. I mean, I think the reason why it's been a lot is because it just feels like I'm not like meeting you where you want me to. And I don't know that I would actually be able to, which, you know, kind of sucks because I would be willing to try, but I just feel like there's things about just us that are not about trying. Is that's what, that's what's starting to feel like. Um,
1: I agree. You know, I talked to my, oh. th- I talked to my therapist um, virtually um, and they were telling me in the bathroom an hour ago that, you know, sometimes you got to put your big boy pants on and take your life by the By the by the horns, and make a decision. So I've decided that you know I think we should just like end this here and now. I'm gonna let you stay for like the rest of the week.
2: I'm sorry, what? You
1: can stay for the rest of the week. The rest of the week. Yeah.
2: So you asked me to move in here, Mm -hmm. and I moved in here. You asked me to move in here. Yeah. I let the lease out on my apartment, Uh and you're giving me a week to find somewhere else to live.
1: Thirty days. We could do thirty days. Okay. But I definitely think we should just let this go for the sake of both of us you
2: know i do think we should let this go because this is actually not big boy pants oh okay you know what big boy pants would be big boy pants would be you actually like accounting to your own reasons for why this wouldn't work because it's not just me you know i've been been myself this whole time when you met me i wanted to be a video vixen Mm -hmm. and i still am and now i am a video vixen so actually what's happened in the process of us being together is advancement I started with a goal and I met it. What's your goal? What do you want to do?
1: I want to work in higher ed. You want to work in higher ed? And what are you doing about that? I'm going to therapy.
2: Right. So basically what you're doing is blaming your failures of getting to the goals that you want to go to on me. So you know what? It's actually all good. I don't need, I don't actually need a month because I have friends. So I'm going to go to somebody else's house. So I don't have to be in here holding you back from your dreams any longer. Good to see ya. i
1: gonna call my therapist.
2: Maybe you should date them. <laughs> scene
1: (laughs) I feel (laughs) we play all day (laughs) throws dishes storms out the door that felt so real we broke up y'all we it's over but you see it didn't get emotional it didn't it just it, it, even when a person's like kind of like gaslighting, yeah, like, you gotta you gotta, you, just
2: you it. gotta ground it. You yeah. gotta ground it. Listen, my tennis coach always says, "Stay on the page, mm. stay on the page," and like that visual of just like keeping your pen to the page, like just stay on the page, mm-hmm. and you know. But that's the type of that is an example though of a conversation where you see how it started to go one direction, mm-hmm. but you got to stay on the page, and then you remember who you are.
1: Be who you are Be who you are
2: And you don't even Gotta demean Who the other person is But it's like You're not gonna sit here And tell me <laughs> Okay You're not gonna tell me About oh you got to go Because you know It's just It's just not working out Out of here <laughs> Also I want specifics
1: Why isn't it working out That's true That's helpful too I mean, if you care about the person, because sometimes you checked out too, you like, I'm, I'm waiting for you to say something.
2: And sometimes you already know why it's working out, so why right. it's not
1: working out. But sometimes it's definitely like, no, really though, why? Why you don't think it's working out? Because I know why I don't think it's working out.
2: <laughs> Oh, this was fun. Anyways, uh, give us a call. We love this type of stuff. Give us a call, 1855 man 8. That's 1855-262-6328. Have you ever had a good breakup? Like you have, have you ever had a breakup where you were like, you know what? That actually was like the most mature breakup that that's the most mature it could have gone. Right. Hit me up. I want to hear that story too. All right, when we get back, we got 60 second headlines. Don't move. Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we up good y'all. We're at the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah. like
1: the Bible. And
2: we're about to get into the six second headlines. So we've been talking about breakups all this hour. Yeah. And so I was trying to remember like the funniest breakup I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Do you have a funny breakup? Not really. Okay. Well, I have a hilarious. Ain't nothing funny about it. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest breakup I ever had was when this dude called me. I <laughs> was like, you know, I've been thinking, Amanda, I really want to get more involved in the church. Okay. And you know, at some point, I'm going to be a deacon. And I just don't feel like you have what it takes to
1: be my deaconess. <laughs> not a deaconess. Not even Ooh, a far, not
2: and even if a I told exciting. you who it was, that would make this even funnier. Are they a
1: deacon now? They ever become a deacon?
2: No, they did not become a deacon. <laughs> <laughs> they absolutely never became a deacon because they are not a man of God. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we got 60 second headlines.
1: All right, first up. Senator, Mi- Senator Minority Leader Mitch McConnell was escorted away from cameras Amanda after freezing in the middle of a news conference. You know,
2: the people are like, I hope he's okay, you know, and I just want to I just want to let y'all know this. When you feel like if you don't show remorse or you don't show empathy to your oppressor, you feel like you're being just as bad as them, You are not. Let me say that one more time for you. You are not. Okay? Because at the end of the day, you regaling in the demise of your oppressor is not anything to do or even close in relation to the efforts, the tireless efforts they have made in trying and effectively oppressing you.
1: All right. Well, you know who is doing good, Amanda. Ronnie James is doing well after
2: oh, f- oh.
1: after uh, suffering okay. from cardiac arrest. And his good. parents are relieved and feeling optimistic. That is the best news ever. That is. Yes. Also, Raven Simone claims she can tap into energy fields to see psychic visions like her That's a Raven character.
2: Why not? (laughs) Listen, let's have art imitate life and life imitate
1: art. We love to see it. We need more psychics. Also, the U.S. Department of Education has launched an investigation into Harvard University's legacy admissions after reports of what? Discrimination. In today's Waters (laughs) Wet News. And lastly, the drug dealer charged in actor Michael K. Williams' death has been sentenced to two and a half years in prison.
2: This is always interesting cases to me where like the drug dealer is actually charged Mm -hmm. uh because of the drug that they sold Mm -hmm. because it's like the drugs aren't legal the there's nothing regulatory etc so it's 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 bugged out but we do we were we will forever miss the talent that is michael k williams and um i can promise you that that drug dealer probably didn't even know there was fentanyl in the drug probably not because I pro- I doubt that he's cutting his own. Let me stop. <laughs> I've watched too many movies. I've I've just broke been broken up with by too many drug dealers. All right. When we get back, we got more of group chat Thursday. Yes, that's right. Uh, we're gonna talk about Ice Cube.
1: Okay, we must.
2: And what he said about former President Barack Obama and the Black Lives Matter movement. And I'm gonna do everything in my power not to interrupt when he's talking. <laughs> just so you can hear it for yourself. It's up next in the group chat Thursday, right here on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we
3: up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the at Crispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200mg at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
1: like the Bible. Our
2: phone lines are always open. Call in and tell us what you learned this week, y'all. Things I learned this week is just so much better when I don't just share my stuff, but y'all actually share with me the things that you have learned this week. Mm -hmm. one 855 manda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. You can also get in on the group chat. Now, today is Thursday, July 27th, and it was on this day, back in 1942, that Warner Brothers debuted Fox Bunny.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. It's so weird to think about, like, just how long these characters have been in rotation. I know. 40s t- 1942. Uh-huh.
2: That's why there's, like, racist bunny cartoons.
1: Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> now that I think about I it. T-
2: I saw a poody cat. <laughs> I did. I did. So, uh, yeah, Looney Tunes. The Looney Tunes. Did you watch Tiny Toons? Were you too young for that? N- no, I've seen the Tiny Toons. We're tiny, we're tuny, we're all a little loony. And in this cartoony, we're invading your TV.
1: Do you remember Maniacs?
2: Animaniacs
1: Animaniacs
2: Of course I remember Animaniacs
1: Like that whole era
2: There was a time That was a time Mm -hmm. It was a good time It was a good time You know what was also a good time? What? When I was a big like Ice Cube fan
1: (laughs) That was a time?
2: Yeah like you know Just you better check yourself Before you wreck yourself You know When today was a good day Mm -hmm. Then Friday came out And I was like Oh he's not just He's not just on the mic He's on the big screen
1: Right But we're getting we're
2: We're seeing a different side Of Ice Cube these days
1: A lot of us are We're like oh I mean ice cubes Do have like Multiple sides Amanda Shut up The geometry (laughs) of it all They are multidimensional They're Mm -hmm. three dimensional (laughs) They are Now he's like Y'all saw one side The third side He go to fifth And the fourth side Yep um, so this hour in group chat, we're going to talk about Ice Cube because he was sitting down with Terco Carlson on Fox News. He had a lot to say about former President um, Barack Obama, the Black Lives Matters movement, also just like politics in general. So we're going to talk about that. Also, just the idea that Could he be possibly Ruining his legacy Amanda He's impacted Black culture so much Musically yeah And actually on screen too Yeah Um, So we're gonna talk about that And just also just how Celebrities are Some of them are doing Actually good stuff In the community We love to see it Yeah so we're gonna do that We love to see it We're
2: gonna do all of that This hour And you're gonna Stay locked because I mean that's a good idea. What you should do. You could also check out the latest episode of a uh, Small Doses podcast. Today is Young Dolph's birthday, the late Young Dolph's birthday, and uh, in honor of his birthday, we released our latest episode with his wife Mia J, who joined us to talk about side effects of healing after loss. It's a beautiful conversation. It's got fun. It's got jokes. It's got love. Mm-hmm. It's got love. I mean, I think I don't think a lot of people really know just the kind of man Dolph was like as a relate in their relationship and. I think a lot of people will appreciate just the the, the stuff that she shares because she really was open with us and transparent in ways that I feel like I haven't seen anywhere else. And I feel honored that people feel like they can do that at Small Doses Podcast because that's what Big Sean said as well. He said, you know, this is the first place I've talked about being a new dad. So mm-hmm. make sure that you uh, get in on the good stuff and check it out. Latest episode of Small Doses Podcast. And If you want to see the visuals, you can watch them when they premiere today, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on YouTube,
1: Amanda Seals TV.
2: We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals show. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm
1: Jeremiah, like the Bible.
2: And we, Jeremiah's face when he knows we've got to play some audio (laughs) that is going to rile me up. We are, okay, so we are in the middle of a group chat Thursday. We
1: are uh and what are we talking about this hour we're talking about well we had to talk about ice cube amanda Usually okay. we keep it you know light and fun but sometimes the people are doing stuff in the world that we got to talk about and bring to the group chat yeah. so ice cube is sharing a lot of his hot takes on barack obama blm COVID 19 vaccines and so much more and guess what he's doing it with amanda uh, so tucker carlson you know what and the funny thing about this tucker carlson got let go from fox news and now he has a show on twitter um, of all places. Um, so the two rode around South LA together and quickly found they had common ground on several topics. Started with former President Barack Obama. Cube said that he was a proud American. He was proud America had elected a black man and thought maybe this guy was going to be the guy. But ultimately, he felt that Obama, like all of the White House predecessors, did nothing to change his life. We actually have some audio um, from their conversation. <laughs>
4: How do you think politicians in Los Angeles have done running the city? It's pretty much the same people running it the same way. Politicians only really pay attention to the people that give them money. Everybody else is kind of an extra in their movie. We would love you in the scene, but we could do the scene
3: without you. Uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I do. <laughs> um, do you ever give money
4: to politicians? No. Why? I don't believe in politicians. Politicians have hidden hidden agendas. They owe a lot of people a lot of favors. The more money you give them, the more you're you're listened to. So you've never phoned for a politician? Um, I can't say that. You know, I've had hope and you know dreams that you know this guy is gonna be the guy. what did you think of Obama when he got elected? You know, for the first time, I felt proud that America took that step. Yep. Uh, I didn't think that would ever do that, and so that was a moment in time. Um, but then you, know, you look around, years go by, and you know not much, not much change.
1: The sound designer had so much fun with this episode, um, but Creep <laughs> also had criticism. Um, about um, BLM as well. He said that the organization did not improve things for Black people and the Black people that he knows and loves. So he had a lot, a lot to say.
2: What has he done to improve things for Black people?
1: Um, he made Are We There Yet? And Are We Done Yet? Two family films,
2: <laughs> There is a brand of Black person that feels accomplished in sharing space with those who uphold oppression. Mm-hmm. And feeling
1: seen. I mean, I think that that's like, a, what is it? Uh, one of the core things of humans we just want to be seen and they'll be seen by anybody.
2: But they think they're being seen. Yeah. But they're being used. It's the illusion. They think they're being seen, but they're being used. I don't know if Ice Cube thinks that he's using Michael Carlson. Um,
1: Maybe they using each other. But-
2: for, to what game? I know that Ice Cube has a basketball league that he feels like is being and this might be actually very true that it's being discriminated against, right? Because the NBA has a monopoly and he has his league the Big 3. He's one of the owners. To my understanding, the other owner is a known uh white nationalist. Um nonetheless, uh you know, there's a thing that happens in capitalism. And in order for you to engage in capitalism a certain kind of way, there are deals that end up having to be made because at the end of the day, capitalism at its root is racist. Like that's just the facts. And so when you decide that you want to reach a certain level of capitalist gain, I feel like for a lot of people in many ways, you have to just decide that like, I'm going to just be okay with certain stuff or I'm going to, you know, it's, it's the sellout to buy in type of mindset. Um, when I watch this and I listen to this, I'm shocked and I'm saddened by the way that he seems to think that this is a safe space to speak in. And it's just not. And it's like, is this because of ignorance? Or like, I don't know what, what is the actual goal of talking to someone like Tucker Carlson, who has been so absolutely reprehensible in how they have spoken about how they have pushed rhetoric, how they have continuously upheld the lies, the subjugation, the degradation of black people right, and of Brown people and of women. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the goal? I don't expect you to answer I, because, like, <laughs> it, because I don't even know if they know the goal, I'm like, but I know that when I'm listening and I see that, what it says to me is i can't I can't see you as us mm-hmm. because you're letting somebody in who does not by any means deserve your attention. you're validating this person by even communicating them in a fashion that somehow resembles respect mm-hmm. they deserve none of it
1: I agree um and doing so in in a way that's going to like tarnish your legacy as a a, a creator, or he
2: do not even have him on his thing, he's on hit, he's on Tuckers,
1: right? Right, right.
2: Y'all call me up, One eight five five Amanda 8. That's 1 262 6328. What are your thoughts on this? Keep it luck right here. The Amanda Seals Show, the Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. What's good, y'all? See Amanda Seals Show. I'm back right here. Amanda Seals joined by
1: Jeremiah, like the Bible.
2: We've been talking about Ice Cube, who uh just did a tour through South Central with uh. You know, de, uh, defunct Fox News
1: host Tucker Carlson, who, terrible person. Who came with that that concept? Kind of we go drive through South Central together.
2: I definitely think <laughs> it's like one of these thought processes: like, let's get the worst white dude ever, mm-hmm. and like, then we'll do something with him, and it'll make us look like. We are like, we're going to get in front of different people. Mm -hmm. When you hear the conversation, it's like, what was the goal here? Like Tucker Carlson is basically asking you about politicians. Tucker Carlson has 100% been paid by politicians Mm -hmm. to literally lie about an election that he knew wasn't true. So let's Mm -hmm. start there. Now you have Ice Cube talking about, well, politicians haven't done anything for our community. Um, And I think, you know, what that, that feels to me, just like a very, um, it just feels like a very reductive mindset because there are politicians and then there are public servants. And he's right; I'm sure politicians have done nothing, right? So then, where with your billions of dollars have you gotten behind po- folks in power, folks being in positions of power that actually can help the community? Because here's the thing: folks will say all day long, "Oh, you know, politicians this, politicians that," but they do not have a substitute for. A, a system. S- they don't
1: have a solution. They just like these are the problems.
2: But they're, like, what's the substitute for the system? If he's right. sitting here in a car with this jack fool talking about, okay, you know, I don't, I believe in politicians. What do you, well, what method of running a, a government do you believe in?
1: I mean, maybe if someone wrote it in a rap. he'll have it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Shout out to Ice Cube. We, but it's also this Ice Cube's not, this not his first little controversy, in Amanda, because you know back during. The election season, he got heat for sitting down with Donald Trump because he, I guess, he had to match the master plan for Black people and thought he was going to deliver it to Donald Trump.
2: <laughs> and when I spoke out about that, you know, people were absolutely like, "You're a man hater. You're the worst. You're you're a you're a coon. All Not this a stuff. Oh, all the time. Oh, man still hates Black men. Okay. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Supreme, you, Devon. Yeah. Um, but that was like a real thing that people were hitting me with, and I'm just like. I just feel like there's a certain level of egoism and egotism that has to be in place for you to think as an inexperienced policy, like you have no, you have no knowledge about policy, Mm. about legislation, et cetera, but organizing, organizing, um, you are going to come in with someone who has under no uncertain terms said, I don't care about y'all. All I care about is me, but you gonna come and convince them how to show up for for black folks. He also said in here that you know in his interview, I, you know, oh he Obama didn't do nothing. Did he go and bring something to Obama?
1: I don't know. I don't think he had a master plan then to take to the Obama administration.
2: So I just think it's it's really um, it, that 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 whole situation was very. And he wasn't the only one who did that, by the way. Right. Like Kanye was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go talk to Trump." Uh, Jim Jim Brown was like, I, "We can." But for Jim Brown, we can blame it on age, okay? Like he he got a little senile. Um, he was he became a full mm-hmm. coon in, the, in his in the end of his life, you know. But I'm gonna go talk to Trump. They all think think like I'm gonna be the one. I'm, Medi- the- I'm gonna be meteor man and come through <laughs> and really knock this out.
1: Well, you mentioned Kanye in in this conversation, so I wonder like, this is like I said, this is not Ice Cube's first little misstep with the community. Is there too many missteps before you before you basically burn down your whole? Well, tell me this. I mean, what's the community saying to this? A lot of people wasn't right with. They were confused. To your point, like, what is what is the um, reasoning? What yeah, is the goal? What right, is the right. yeah? Bad eye. I-
2: I mean, this is also the same person who was on Bill Nye's show. and I mean, not Bill Nye, Bill Maher's show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and he had like schooled Bill Maher on why he shouldn't say the N-word. But I think that there's always this level of like, oh, let's chum it up when they get with these problematic white folks with the idea of like, well, if I'm if I'm, you know, kind of chill and cool, you know, and I I am kind to them, then, you know, they'll hear me. Mm-hmm. Um and I as somebody who's been in the room with these people <laughs> and realizes that they don't they don't care. Like you know, you, you be yourself. Right. But I think sometimes we show way too much deference and it actually makes us become debased. Uh, but I'm glad to hear that people weren't happy with this. I do agree with, I think with, to answer your question, third time's a charm.
1: <laughs> I mean, he got one more strike. One I don't know. Strike, three strikes, you're out. I mean, cause you, I mean, NWA, Friday. All that's going down the drain. If you, if because I don't listen to Kanye West no more. I just can't. Every time I hear same. Kanye West, I'm I just can't.
2: Like, I literally am here. Irri- like it's like a I trigger now. <laughs>
1: I'm like, why? It's a trigger. There?
2: <laughs> and there's songs that I really loved Love. that I cannot enjoy anymore
1: because of shenanigans. Mm-hmm.
2: And it's the same, you know, with this situation. I feel like you know, it is what it is. I met Ice Cube once before. I was supposed to interview him. He uh, he was very cold.
1: Like an Ice Cube. <laughs> Burr.
2: <laughs> Y'all, we'll be right back. Shout out to those who are actually doing the dang thing, though, who are using their platforms for change. The celebrities who are getting behind candidates that are public servants, that are organizers, that are doing the work to actually undermine what is actually being done out here, which is a a very focused, organized and concerted push to and our school system to impose fascism and to reel back any of the civil rights that have been passed in the last forty years. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.
3: McDonald's is not new to chicken.
0: Whether it's audiobooks or all time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali ribocyclib 200 milligrams at K-I-S-Q-A-L-I.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.
2: We're back at the Amanda Seals show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals. It's
0: Jeremiah Like the Bible.
2: And uh, we've been talking about on this group chat Thursday. Right now we were talking about celebrities. Well, we were talking about Ice Cube Mm. and how he look a mess.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. Sticking for with Tucker Carlson. For
2: hanging out with Tucker Carlson. Giving Tucker Carlson a tour of South Central LA.
1: Not giving uh, tours around the black community. <sighs> here's I, the barbershop.
2: Here's the liquor store. <laughs> like, no. Here's the laundromat.
1: Mm-mm. Ew. The, the more I think about this, I'm just like... Right. Like who? First, you know, before you have an idea, so many steps. Someone's like, "This is the idea." Then they bring you the idea, and you're like, mm-hmm, okay, "Okay, okay." Then you got on set and was like, "No,
2: no, you're skipping." Oh yeah. Then you're they right. got they got a schedule. Right. They got to decide we're gonna do it in South mm-hmm. Central.
1: Their meetings on Zoom. Pro- <laughs> so many Zoom calls. Nobody was like, Maybe. you know what? Nobody on Ice Cube side was like,
2: no agents, no managers, no homies, mom, nobody.
1: Okay. Nobody, nobody. But it make the whole conversation make me think about just how can celebrities actually do the right thing? You know, you have people who have mm-hmm. who are seen, who have who are notable, yeah. who want to make a difference in the positive way, <laughs> and not see what Tucker Carlson. So, what are some ways that, we, that they can do that and really show their um, allegiance to the cause, to the movement?
2: You know what? At this point, I I think it's incredible that people put their money where their mouth is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's really huge. Uh, you have people like Alicia Keys, who's like a really big advocate for HIV/AIDS and co-founder of Keep a Child Alive. You have like Common, who's founder of Common Ground Foundation for underprivileged youth. You know, you have Puff and and uh, Colin Kaepernick, of course. Like, you know, you have people who we know like give money to mm-hmm. these organizations. I honestly think, though, that what's go- what has to happen at this point, and I've said this before, is folks need to get educated, as educated as they are about their finances. They need to get that educated about the state of the nation, and they need to start being able to speak. They need to start being able to speak. They need to start being able to speak either through their music or through their platforms. And I feel honored every time someone comes in my DMs who's a celebrity and says, you know, you and the way that you speak about what's going on is inspiring me to really like get my feet under me to to use my platform in a more direct way. Because I think that's the other part is like we don't have time anymore for vagueness or for, you know, like, oh, somebody else going to do it it's got to be us and we have to be very loud and we look at the celebrities who came before us that were involved in civil rights movement and they did not have wi-fi like they didn't have social media you know this is a different time where we have to realize that our silence is enabling
1: yes um so your point about the sharing resources as far as um money the book I'm reading about capitalism and like the music industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Written by your friend. Yes, it's actually really good. I'm like, let me learn. Let me <laughs> learn. Um, but there's a part she talks about the, essentially like how we change, how the how we even look at the economy. There's a word for it. It's, it's, it's not coming to me, but essentially... Right now in our capitalist society, we are driven by like having the most profits for one person versus creating an economy that's about sharing resources. That's called socialism. That's the Wait, word you're looking for. It's a different term. But yes, it's like in that same framework. Okay. Yeah. Um. Versus like everyone's like we're pulling together or not just even f- philanthropy in the way we think about it in the capitalistic. Um, right. Process. Because
2: philanthropy is literally just the bridge between. <laughs> billion dollars the bridge between companies and and nonprofits.
1: right but even just like uh sharing more than just money but like even resources things that yes. you have on, on all levels of society not just the 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 one percent of the people who have things even in our community whatever whatever privilege you have Sharing that privilege to act, create access for someone else in some capacity.
2: Yes, like you know, Black uh Black Lady Sketch Show, not my favorite show. However, they did uh donate like all of the clothes from the last season mm. to Shirley Rains, who we oh, know okay. is uh the sister who's down at Skid Row every day, helping the people down there with food, with clothes, with mm. makeovers, et cetera. Mm. So I thought that was
1: really dope. So shout out to Robin TV for doing that. I think that was a really great move. That's that, but like exactly like to that point, like using there's a lot of a lot of talk right now around just mutual aid and just everybody. As a community, celebrities being a part of this community, coming together and really making sure that we we all have what we need.
2: You know that we're being forced into segregation again. (laughs) And so it's so that's why I don't think people really grasp that that's what's being desired. That's That's what's actually being like. Underhandedly peddled, and so we have to do that because mm-hmm. if you haven't paid attention, like that is what we were doing before, mm-hmm. relying on each other because the access is being taken.
1: I mean, somebody did say on the TikTok the other day, like part of the reason why if you look at in the Western world, we are like live alone, like part of that's part of the capitalist structure where like you're, we all you're isolated, isolated from community. Yes, I was like, dang, but I don't want to live with nobody. <laughs> no.
2: I hear you, but that's why we have to create community. And yeah. uh, I, yeah. th- there's also something I saw about like why we don't have healthcare is also related to racism. And I, that, that blew my whole head. And we'll have to talk about that in another episode. <laughs> it's the Amanda Seal show. I am Amanda Seals. We're going to get into Jeremiah's most likely to, when we get back. The Amanda Seals show. We up. we up. we up. I'm
1: Jeremiah, like the Bible.
2: Um. Okay. So you know we're gonna get a word of the day.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm ready.
2: The word is events, <laughs> events. <laughs> which actually sounds like a closing a clothing brand from the 90s, like Hugo Boss, Fubu, Events.
1: Okay. Uh, events. It sounds like events with the E V I N C E. To conceive something, to bring something to life, to bring something to fruition. This is me just throwing. Like,
2: I mean, that's not like even that far off, actually. Okay, basically, events means a formal word that means to display okay. clearly. Ah. Someone who evinces an attitude, emotion, or quality shows it clearly. When I don't like something, my face uh, yeah. evinces that <laughs> my face evinces my dislike of things without my control, beyond my control. I agree. My eyebrows evince my <laughs> dislike of things beyond my control.
1: You don't have a good poker face. No You don't
2: But that I mean that's That's helped me In this in this world So I gave up on that A long time ago uh, What do we talk about This hour
1: This hour It's time for your Abby be knowing Amanda We gotta talk about The reality of what's Really real out here In these streets Amanda okay. So much is going on Plus go take some calls This hour and we got to do some 60 second headlines
2: All that and more is Coming at you right here at the Amanda Seals show Remember to hit us up one amanda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328 Let me know if you learned anything this week Man I want to hear from you on things I learned this week Also if you're missing any of the show you can also check Us out wherever you get your podcast all you got to do Is type in the name of the show and boom we're right there If you also want to check out my other podcast Small doses and you can do the same thing Go to wherever you get your podcast latest episode is featuring Mia J the wife of the late young Dolph, whose birthday is today so we are sending a happy birthday up to him in heaven she talked about side effects of healing after loss and it was an incredible episode that I think everybody should listen to whether they're dealing with death or not whether they're a young Dolph fan or not it really is just a dope conversation and uh, that's what we're trying to do on every episode of small doses if you want to check out the visuals you can get them today when they drop at 4 p.m pacific 7 p.m eastern at youtube amanda seals tv we're gonna be right back with my i be knowing segment for the week don't go anywhere
1: Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Jeremy, like the Bible. I'm Amanda Seals. And Amanda, it's now time for your...
2: I be knowing.
1: <sighs> so this week we saw
2: like this whole bubble up in mayhem around the term cisgender mm-hmm. uh, between T.S. Madison and uh, Jess Hilarious, uh, who was responding to a... Transgender uh, person's video that you know was a bit um, bold in assertions that that really triggered a lot of uh, cisgendered women and. It really exposed just the willful ignorance of so many people to say I don't want to be called something, even though the thing that they're being called actually affirms the reason that they want to be called this. Right. Which is the term cisgender. Don't put nothing on me. I'm just a woman. I don't need that title, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but what I want to talk about is the reality of what is really real. And what is really real is that we have to be together. And I don't mean that in just like unity. I mean that in reality, like we are all here together. Mm -hmm. And I've said this before and I will say it again. You cannot simply erase people from existence simply because you don't like them. Or simply because they make you uncomfortable. I see people say things like, well, they say transphobia. Phobia means fear. I'm obviously not afraid of trans people. Well, actually, what you are afraid of is that they are going to somehow undermine your womanhood. That they are somehow dismantling your claim of identity. And that is an actual um, irrational fear. It's, It's not real because ultimately you are who you are. And I know people are like, no, they are erasing us. No, no, they're not. Now, real erasure is what we're seeing in Florida when they're trying to rewrite the narrative of what actually took place with slavery. Mm -hmm. Trans people are not rewriting the narrative of what actual women are. There are some who are definitely talking out of pocket, right? Like, but every community has people who are talking out of pocket, every community okay whether if if your community is you working at walmart you know that there's somebody in that walmart that y'all know talks out of pocket oh you know sadie over there she always out of pocket we don't really rock with her there's always going to be those people that does not mean that they are representative of the whole so we always have to make sure that we come back to who's representative of the whole and when we feel like people are talking out of pocket what we have to remember is what made them talk out of pocket And bringing them back to the the foundation can be possible without necessarily having to degrade the entire community that they are representative of. Because what that actually is indicative of is the same colonial BS that we are trying to fight on a regular basis. For the record, there have been heterosexual, homosexual, trans people for centuries and in black communities in Africa as well. Okay, we were kings. Yes, we were all these things. This idea of patriarchy, of there only being a binary, of there only being two genders, is colonial. It is Christian-based, and it was sold to you when you were being sold. So when you are upholding that, you're continuing to uphold oppressive mindsets that ultimately are undermining your ability to be free. You're upset about this because the same constraints that had you in chains at one point has now your mental in chains. Do you understand what I'm saying? So what I mean to say is what's really real is that you are here. You are perfect in your actual physical, ex- uh, your physical existence of being here. What you have to work on, all of us, is our minds and our spirits. And when we are not doing that, we are only emboldening those who strive to make us weak and thus control us.
1: It's the Amanda Seals Show. We'll be right back. The
2: Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we
1: up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Jeremiah I Like the Bible. I'm Amanda Seals. And Amanda, let's go to the phone lines and see what's on these folks' mind. Y'all can always call us at one 855 amanda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. Up first is Lauren... Lauren in Brooklyn, she has something to say about your trampoline, Amanda. Hey, Lauren.
4: Hello, um, this is Lauren in Brooklyn. Just wanted to say I'm very sorry to hear about your trampoline. Um, Thank you, Lauren. It's a real shame. I hope you right. can um, find a way to get another trampoline
2: and you. restore your joy space. Uh, hope you have a great
3: rest of the week. Take care.
2: See, Lauren gets it. Lauren gets it. Jeremiah didn't get it, Lauren. You know, Jeremiah didn't get it. He didn't understand the pain of the trampoline. But you get it, and I thank you for that. I really do. I love y'all.
1: Shout out to Lauren. (laughs) Alright, we'll take another call. This time we're gonna talk to Sheila. Oh, Sheila. In Texas. Hey, Sheila.
0: Hey, Amanda and Jeremiah. I like the Bible. I just really wanted to comment on the whole little Texas situation. Greg Abbott, the Border Patrol thing. Because I'm a resident of Houston, Texas, and everywhere I look, it is somebody that is Spanish speaking. They don't speak no English, and it's more of them every day. I don't know where these people are coming from. I don't know how they're getting over here. Like, like when they leave their country, and they come here, where they go? Like, they already got families situated, they got houses and already. I already got a job lined up. Like, it's, it's too many of them. Like, at, at some point, Uh-oh. It's it's called infestation at some point. It is.
2: Oh, look at Sheila being indoctrinated. Mm -mm -mm. Sheila, Sheila, Sheila. Now you knew when you called in with that bullshit that you was going to get
1: toe up verbally.
2: You just called people an infestation.
1: I don't like it, Amanda.
2: I don't like it. I don't appreciate it. I don't support it. First of all, when you talk about where they coming from, Texas was Mexico. Mm -hmm. So you're literally on land Mm -hmm. that is physically connected to Mexico because it was Mexico. That's true. So let's start there. Mm -hmm. Second of all, why does it matter to you? How does it harm you, hurt you? How does it debilitate you that these people are speaking Spanish?
1: Yeah, I don't understand that (laughs) when people say that.
2: Also, do you know how big Houston is? Houston is massive.
1: Texas is massive. Texas
2: is massive. Jeremiah, didn't you live in Houston? No, you lived lived in somewhere random. I lived in
1: Central Texas. But even like driving from their part to just when I came to LA, I was in Texas for like a long time. Yes. I'm I'm still in Texas. Texas is huge.
2: Houston is massive. It's also beautifully black. Mm -hmm. It's got a lot of white people. it's also got a lot of spanish-speaking people Mm -hmm. but you know what the beauty of this massive state and this massive country is what there's room for everyone there is and that is the lie that we're being told that there isn't room for everyone Mm -hmm. and there's actually not just room for everyone but there's actually like jobs that can be done by everyone but Mm -hmm. the reason why they're not being done is because there are people like greg abbott and people like just desantis and people like how there's all these people that are so pro-America, pro-America, but they're actually not interested in creating opportunities for America to support itself. Right. Nonetheless, I will say this. Um, at the end of the day, your defaming of a group of people uh, to refer to them as as like vermin, mm. as pests, um, is more a reflection of your own uh, pestilent character <laughs> Uh, than them. And I consider having people like Sheila around to be more problematic than any Spanish speaker, because what they do is they perpetuate and they uphold oppressive ideas Mm -hmm. that eventually come back on people just like Sheila. Right. And then they look around and go, how did this happen? Because of you.
1: We got to check ourselves and our Because I think a lot of people...
2: (laughs) We've been talking about Ice Cube. So we got to check ourselves before we wreck wreck ourselves. ourselves.
1: Because in this country, we're all conditioned to uh, be agents of white supremacy. That's it. To some capacity. Say it. And until you unlearn those things, you just got to be perpetuating it and realizing that, oh, these really my allies in this fight. There it
2: is. And even though they don't know that yet, sometimes they don't know that yet. The sooner that we can get to that, the more opportunity that we will have to finally turn this place around. But they successfully continue to keep us divisive.
1: Yep. Greg Abbott got you. She got you. you.
2: He didn't have to stand up to do it. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up to head on out
1: of here in Seals it's Jeremiah like the Bible it's been a
2: group chat Thursday can you just fill the
1: people in real quick on the things that we chatted about we chatted about a lot we had talked about educating our kids because Florida's not trying to do it Amanda they said no. what is learning <laughs> we don't need that <laughs> black history forget about it right. so it's up to parents, community all of us to really make sure that this next generation has what they need to be whole and knowledgeable people. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about breakups, Amanda. Yes. People are getting broken up over the phone. Yes, baby. People don't know how to even break up with people when they want to break up with them. And so you know what we did? What we do.
2: We did a communication for the nation. We did a little role play on Mm -hmm. just how a breakup could possibly go just to give you all some ideas about language, about tone, about communication, about conversation because we got to get off these phones. We got to get off the
1: text and we got to remember how to talk to people again. Yes, you cannot break up people over Zoom. It's not cool. Also, we talked about Ice Cube and just how he may have lost his mind Because he's sitting on there With Tucker Carlson running around South Central Giving tours Talking about Barack Obama Black lives Talking about what they call it? Uh, kitchen tabletop? Outside the kitchen table. Say it, baby. If you want to have that conversation, talk to Roland Martin. Somebody. Yes. We can have this conversation. Put Ascot on the phone. Not Ascot. He do love Ascot. He love Ascot. Um, he be rocking him. I gave out a seal, seal show. It's a prelative to the goon herself, Miss Monica. We love it. Because, baby, Monica was in that crowd. Goonica was in that crowd. Monica was on <laughs> the stage. Monica, Monica to apologize. <laughs> the goon was on stage. Goonica was in the crowd. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we got a full group chat Thursday today
2: we loved it and we love doing that with you so make sure you hit us up one 855 8 that's one 262 6328 coming up on Friday's show you know it's a fun Friday a feel good Friday we'll have things I learned this week the public seals announcement the black spin where I talk about just taking it back to when man hip hop was running the soundtrack game with these films and we also going to keep a positive with black joy stories that include Beyonce Kyrie Irving and the US Women's World Cup team so we got all that and more on Friday's Amanda Seals show thank you all so much for listening, we appreciate everybody who takes the time out when they're in their whips or just when they want to hear the show on the podcast. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can always get it wherever you get your podcast. You can also check out the latest episode of my other podcast, Small Doses, this week in honor of Young Dolph's birthday, which is today. The late Young Dolph, we had his wife Mia Jay joining us to talk about side effects of healing after loss. And if you want to check out the visuals, they premiere at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on YouTube Amanda Seals TV today. All right, thank y'all so much. Remember, we are each other's business when we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Stay safe, see you tomorrow. The Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we up.